Welcome to the Fit Balanced Healthy Podcast. My name is Hannah, and I'm a certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, health mindset coach, functional nutrition, and metabolism specialist, and the creator of the Fit Balanced Healthy brand. Ladies, I get it. This whole health and fitness thing can be frustrating and confusing AF. You've got a career, family, and a life that you love, but this piece of your life is one where you still feel stuck. That's exactly why I created Fit Balanced Healthy. I cut through the BS to help women improve their health, achieve their fitness goals, and find balance in both their bodies and lives. So if that sounds like what you need, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Fit Balanced Healthy podcast. We are here for episode 14, and today we are talking about why you should incorporate more than one style of exercise into your regular routine and how to do it effectively because there is a way to do it effectively. It's not just about exercising as much as you possibly can and doing all the things all the time or just picking one style of exercise. So we're going to get into all of that. But as usual, before we dive in, quick reminder for you, if you like what you're hearing on the Fit Balanced Healthy podcast, if you would be so kind as to leave a rating and review here on Apple Podcasts, or if you listen on Spotify, sharing a rating would be so helpful there as well. If you do share a rating review on Apple Podcasts, you can screenshot your review email it to me at fithandfoodie at gmail.com and you'll be entered to win a free coaching session with me. So why not, right? Spread the love, let someone you know hear about the podcast, share your favorite episode with them, and maybe leave us a review while you're at it. Now, let's jump into our topic for today, why you should incorporate more than one style of exercise into your routine and how to do it effectively. And I want to talk about why I decided to make this a topic for the podcast, why we're talking about this on this episode today, because I am somebody who comes from a past of thinking there was only one way to do things. And I have evolved a lot in my own journey and experience with movement and exercise. And actually, as of today, the moment I am recording this podcast, I will be finishing my yoga teacher training and getting my certification, which I'm really excited about. And it's something that I never thought I would do because at one point in time, I was really, really dedicated and honed into only one form of exercise, which we will get into. But I think it's important to acknowledge the importance of having a balance in your exercise routine, just as it's important to have a balance in your life and balance in your body. This is why balance is my jam and my thing and why I think it's something that everyone deserves and can totally accomplish. So in my past life, I used to be that person who was hyper-focused on and convinced that because you didn't need to do one more than one type of exercise, why would you? And you'll understand a little bit more around my thoughts in that regard as we get further into this episode. I mean, I had always in the past, as I think back even further to earlier times in my life, I always have done multiple types of exercise. But when I discovered strength training and saw how it could change my body, because that was my only focus, unfortunately, at the time, and I didn't even really understand nor have a significant care for the benefits beyond just that yet, I would honestly scoff at anyone trying to achieve body composition changes, again, because that's the only thing that I cared about at the time, with anything else beyond that. Because I knew my own experience and I knew that it worked well. And I did know from, you know, becoming a personal trainer and learning more about strength training, I knew a lot of people who were using other forms of exercise, um, 
to approach similar goals and they were missing a lot of components. So because I had this knowledge and awareness, I felt like other people were doing it wrong. And, and that just goes to show you how unaware I really was, how much growing and learning I had to do and um, how honestly ignorant I was at the time um, of not understanding that there is more than one way to skin the cat, so to speak. But there is also a difference between intentionally doing multiple types of exercise in your routine and just doing as much as possible. So I really want to differentiate those two there because in my past life, I think that first category is where I fell into. I just did as much as I could, as often as I could, because I thought that's what I should do. And I didn't really have any intention behind it. And I think that a lot of women fall into this category until we gain more awareness and knowledge around the exercise that we're doing. And that's where maybe we fall into the trap that I fell into of, okay, this is the way because this worked for me. And it all relates back to um, really being hyper-focused on exercise solely as a means of changing our body. So I think that's, that's one little problem and why we sometimes end up here. But I think it is important to understand the difference because we can effectively have multiple types of exercise in our routine, whether it's contributing to body composition goals or not, and it benefit our health in multiple different ways and multiple different levels. Um, It really goes beyond just doing two-a-days every day and doing intense workouts every single day and just getting a workout in for the sake of a sweat and burning as many calories as you can. I really want to drive that home. This is one of the things that I think is so important to talk about in this conversation is there is a difference. It's not just about exercise to burn calories and to do it as much as possible. You can be much more intentional and have multiple types of exercise in your routine. And I believe you should, but to accomplish this, it really does require being in tune with and in touch with your body, which is something I've had to work very hard at over the last five or so years I, the more aware I've become, the more in touch and in tune with my body I've become, the easier it has become for me to be able to strike this balance and have an intentional routine and understand what it means. You also, of course, have to know what your goals are and be honest with your expectations as well. But I think this is where things can really shift if you approach movement and exercise from a health standpoint rather than solely changing your body. Yes, that can be a part of your goal. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. I I don't think that that's, I think that the important piece here is we need to shift away from that being our only reason for exercise. While I will help women and I do work with women and coach women to help them achieve body composition changes, weight loss goals, that is a, a result of the habits that we're building and the health that we're focusing on for them. So we need to really think about exercise and movement from from the perspective of health first. And regardless, if you do have some sort of body composition goal, that's okay. That's totally cool. But you should understand that just doing one type of exercise, like just doing yoga or just doing strength training or just doing as much exercise as you can without thinking about the intention behind it, may not yield the results, whether it's weight loss or a toned appearance that you want to see. Because I used to be, I used to wonder, I would go to my kickboxing classes and see the girl in front of me with like these strong, muscular, like toned arms. And I was like, how come I'm not seeing that? I certainly wasn't getting that from just like doing a few circuits of weights that were incorporated in my like circuit training kickboxing class. Like, why wasn't I seeing that? And I've seen women ask the same thing of others at, you know, when I'm in yoga, how do you get so muscular? How do you get so toned? Like I'm coming to yoga 
every week or multiple times a week, and I'm not seeing that, there, there's, a, there's a pretty good chance they're doing some other form of exercise outside of that yoga class or that circuit class that involves more intentional strength training. And they probably also have their nutrition in check. So I just want to cover that and throw that out there. It is important to understand this. But beyond the components of certain types of exercise being effective tools for yielding certain results, there is still so much more to it. So many other benefits that we need to think about and consider. And you might think a physical goal will keep you motivated, especially if you don't enjoy exercise. I hear this a lot. It's like, well, if I have this goal that I'm working towards, this weight loss number or this certain you know look that I want to achieve this can be problematic because you might think, okay, that's going to keep me going, but it won't keep you going forever. And I think that's often having that as our only driver is what leads us to give up when we're not seeing that happen as quickly. So again, I'm going to bring back to the importance of exercise for health and starting there, starting in the, in the sense of building better habits and, and doing it to take care of your body and for the other benefits of the exercise. And often those other changes may just happen as a result, but you still need to understand um, what types of exercise may yield certain results and the importance of consistency in them. But even, and let's be honest, even those who love working out, myself included, aren't motivated to do it all the time. There are definitely days where I don't want to do it. So, you know, exercise isn't always going to be something that we're excited to do, that we want to do, that we like love and adore and enjoy. And we're like, I'm just like loving every minute of this. Like that is just not reality for some people maybe, but it is pretty unlikely that that's happening every day, 24 hours a day for every single workout that you do. Because things change, especially as women, we, we go through different phases of our cycle, our mood's going to change. There are so many factors that play into whether or not we're motivated to get some exercise done. So I think that that is important to acknowledge too. So just having a physical goal to keep you motivated, that's, that's still not going to be enough. And this is also where we need to learn and discern the difference between just not wanting to do it and actually needing to listen to our bodies and rest, which can be hard to do when you're just starting out and just learning to gain more awareness around your body, which there's probably a mix of you listening to this episode right now who maybe you are just getting started on your health and fitness journey and you're trying to um, figure out what you should be doing because of whatever goals you have. Um, Or maybe you've been at your journey for a while and you're trying to find a better balance because you've only been doing it one way for so long and it just isn't working for you, whether mentally or physically. There is a difference between intentional exercise, intentionally having multiple forms of exercise in your routine and being able to do so effectively and just doing as much as possible. There is a difference between um, being motivated to work out and not being motivated to work out and, and also needing to learn and listen to our body. So there's always this gray area, this difference that we need to discern. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, when we start to remember a why beyond that, a why that connects us back to our health and the way we actually feel and function, not just the way we look, it becomes more of a lifestyle we choose to lead rather than a short-term goal that we're working towards, which might I add, will never be maintainable or sustainable anyway if we don't have the lifestyle to support that. So why should you do multiple styles of exercise? Because they usually support one another. And beyond the fact that exercise in general has mental health and physical health benefits, each style has separate benefits as well. For example, 
yoga. I'm, I'm in the middle of my yoga teacher training. I'm, I'm about to be a certified yoga teacher. I've learned so much more about yoga and I'll be the first to admit when I first started yoga years back, I wasn't very consistent with it, first of all. And reason being was I didn't really understand it beyond it just being a workout. But yoga really is more than just the poses, the asana. It is also focused on breath and mindfulness. And we can really get so much benefit from that on a mental and physical level. Strength training, of course, focus on building strong muscle to protect your joints and bones that will keep you moving as you age. Cardio is good for your heart. There's so many other benefits beyond just this is going to help me change my body. And if we're only looking at it that way, we're really missing the point. The other thing too, walking is so underrated and something we all should be doing. Honestly, I feel like it should be a non-negotiable for everybody. But that's just a great example of how every form of exercise has different purposes. And I'm just speaking to these because they're the ones I'm most familiar with and, and that's what's in my routine and I'm going to get into that here shortly. But I, I, I want to really make the point that there is specific benefits beyond just the, the overall exercising for health and certainly beyond just burning calories and changing the way our bodies look. So if you do another form of exercise beyond yoga, strength training, or cardio that I haven't mentioned here, maybe maybe do some research. Maybe you know find a coach or find somebody who is really educated on that form of exercise to really understand the benefits beyond just the physical. If, that, if that's the reason that you got into it in the first place and there's nothing wrong with that, that's what gets a lot of us started. But I think it is so important to understand why we're doing what we're doing or what we could get out of it if we don't have a deeper why beyond just I'm doing this because I felt like I needed to do exercise and I found this style and I enjoy it, which is important too. Now, how do you decide which forms of exercise you should be doing? Obviously, we can't do it all, nor should we. That wouldn't be effective. Let's just get that out there. It would probably be too much. And I do see people do this often though because they get bored and want to mix it up. But to truly get the best benefits out of whatever form of exercise you're doing, it comes from repetition over time, practice, and strength training, getting stronger, and yoga, getting stronger in your practice. It's doing things consistently over time and repeating it. Well, it might not seem super exciting. There's other ways to mix it up, quote unquote, that can keep it interesting. And I think having a variety of exercising routine in itself can also help you um, stay engaged and keep it interesting for you. And in your strength exercises, in your yoga classes, you might be doing different poses. You might be doing different exercises and and that can help mix it up too, while still doing the same style of exercise. But regardless, getting stronger comes from increasing the demands on our muscle and, and doing the same exercises over and over and maybe just increasing the challenge with more reps and more weight. Getting stronger in your yoga practice in certain f- poses, in certain um, exercises that you're doing comes from doing them over and over and over again and continually showing up. That's the important part. So it does depend largely on your goals and what's important to you and what your body needs to and what you enjoy, like I mentioned before. And remembering, like what I said, we might not always enjoy it, but we we know the importance of movement and we make the effort to find a form that is supportive of our goals and something we're most drawn to or interested in. That's going to help us keep doing it. But it's also important to acknowledge that it may shift or change. This, the forms of exercise you're doing that are working for your routine may change over time. They probably will. Let's just already go in with that um, expectation that it probably will change throughout your life. You might get into a good groove with a few forms of exercise now. And in a few months or years from now, your goals, your lifestyle, your likes, dislikes, they probably will change. So that's life. We have to be willing to adapt and change and, and know that we're not like falling off track. If we're like, you know what, this just 
isn't really ser serving my body, my goals, um, I'm not feeling this anymore, that's okay, we can pivot. That is the beauty of choosing to do what we want to do. Personally, I have found a really good balance with yoga and strength training and a little bit of cardio sprinkled in. This also doesn't include walking, which I mentioned before truly should be a non-negotiable for everyone. I mean, walking will forever be a staple in my movement routine. And yes, it counts. It is a really significant and important part of our movement routine because it does contribute to the majority of what we're doing throughout our day. And it's not even just going on a walk. It's finding ways to move our body in between our meetings instead of just sitting at a desk all day. But I digress. I strength train at least three days per week, most weeks, so I can hit all my muscle groups and strengthen my entire body. Um, I continue to keep strength training in so I can progress over time, build stronger muscle, and maintain what I do have. And right now, even 30 minutes, three times a week is enough for me. You might go through seasons of more or less days, time, just depending on your goals. For example, being in a fat loss phase, or maybe you're just getting started. You may be doing more, or maybe you still start small because that's what works for you. I definitely went through seasons of strength training a lot more. And I'll, it's also worth mentioning that part of that reason, part of that um, season was me being hyper-focused on this one style of exercise, but it also served my goals for that, that period of time. So you may increase, you may decrease, and then maybe eventually you get to a place where you're like, okay, this feels good for me to maintain. And that's what I've found and established is at least three days a week. And even still now, I might fluctuate and go through seasons where I'm doing four a little bit more. But this is what I found is like my my minimum, my non-negotiable to feel like I'm doing what is most supportive of my body and helping me stay strong and healthy in the gym. Prior to my yoga teacher training, I was probably doing yoga once per week in the studio. I, I was, of course, doing some yoga at home too, but it really does, for me, help to go to a studio and have, you know, something to show up for myself. Um, but of course, going through teacher training for 10 weeks, 200 hours, that did significantly increase. And, and I have been doing yoga quite, quite a lot more than one time per week. Now that I'm finished with that, I would like to take a class intentionally, like take a class for me, probably two times per week that feels reasonable and like I said with the strength training there might be seasons where I increase or decrease that um, of course you know with teaching too I will be at the studio teaching classes as well so that's going to have to play in and factor into my schedule and to to my own routine but I think having two classes for me feels doable right now um, and of course I still maintain my practice at home with meditation and even incorporating some of my activation and poses from yoga and warming up at the gym so you can see how everything really does connect here and how yoga is beyond just the physical and the sweating and the poses that you're doing. I am still doing my practice at home beyond just showing up for class to do the poses and the routine. But the two really do tie together. The gym makes me stronger for yoga. Yoga helps my mind and body find a balance so that I can continue going to the gym and so I can continue feeling mentally and physically healthy. They do connect together and they support one another. And I think that's such an important piece for us to remember is the best way to find a intentional movement routine is finding forms of exercise that support one another. One that's going to help you get stronger in the other so you can, can keep doing both of them. And honestly, just keep staying healthy and moving for life. When it comes to cardio, I do intentional cardio, just focus on solely getting my heart rate up um, exclusively through cardio. So I'm just focus on cardio for a session, usually once a week. Um, I did go through a phase of avoiding it 
and never doing it because I, I didn't have to, right? I was like, okay, well, I don't have to do this. So why would I? And I went through a phase of overdoing it at one point in time. I was being forced to do a lot of it. Um, or I went through this phase early on in my health and fitness journey where I thought cardio was the only way. That's just what I'd read in magazines and what I'd seen and what I heard. And I said, oh, I feel like I should be doing cardio if I want to look X, Y, Z way. Again, looping it back to um, how I was so hyper-focused on the way I looked. And that really led me to have a negative relationship with cardio. And now that I understand it beyond that, I do feel like it's important to have in in moderation, like anything. I think just like any form of exercise, it can be overdone. So for me right now, once a week intentionally doing it feels good for my my current season of just maintaining my health and keeping my cardio health in check. Maybe that's a light jog or incline walking on the treadmill. And maybe I don't do it some weeks and that's okay. Maybe I feel motivated to do you know a little bit more some weeks. That's okay too. I've also been curious about Pilates more recently. And so I've had this really good routine with yoga, strength, cardio, and that's been feeling really good. But now I'm getting a little bit curious about trying something that I've never tried before. So I'm gonna try one class and experience it and see if it's something that I really like enough to maybe add in, but I'm also not gonna force it if it doesn't fit with my current routine, budget, and schedule. And I'll maybe take some time to assess and say, okay, how important is this to me? Um, How much do I like it? What are the benefits of it? Is it something that I can incorporate in once a week or even just once a month? Does that make sense for me? And if it doesn't, totally fine. Maybe I revisit at a later date because now I've experienced it. So it doesn't mean that we just have to establish this routine and only stick to the forms of exercise that we're choosing. We can still have variety here and there, but I think it's really um, assessing the intentionality behind it. So that's what's working for me right now. But who knows? Like I said, it may change. The other thing that I think is important to mention here is it's important to have rest days. Even with my yoga teacher training, where my physical activity has significantly increased, it has been a non-negotiable for me to have at least one day with no strength, no yoga, just rest. And I think this is so essential. Some people need some seasons of life and require even more than that. I think that ideally I like to have one to two rest days per week without intense strength training or an intense yoga class, Um, but I absolutely will on those days still get walks and steps in, but I won't necessarily push my body, and I think it's so important to have that, and this is where, again, that, that mindset of just doing exercise to do as much as you can, as often as you can, is toxic and unhealthy, and we need to be intentional behind our movement routine and making sure rest is a part of that because you can overdo it with any one physical activity, any one form of exercise or even just multiple and doing as many as you can whether it's from a variety standpoint or I think this is what's gonna you know be most serving and help me change my body standpoint which refer back to the beginning of this episode if that's if that's the mindset that you're in currently but the body needs rest it is so important and it's something that I think a lot of people forget about especially when we are focused on exercise solely for the purpose of burning calories And finally, you should also be making sure your other needs are met before you're focused on perfecting or finding the right consistent exercise routine for yourself. Your water, we need to be hydrated. We need to be getting enough sleep. We need to be fueling our bodies properly, um, making sure we're getting enough protein, making sure we're getting enough food, total calories in general. And no, it's not just about dieting and eating less all the time. Absolutely not. You need to be managing your stress, assessing, am I having digestive issues? Is there something going on within my body that needs to be addressed first? Are my energy levels off? These things need to be taken seriously and addressed if they aren't optimal most of the time, because it will in turn affect your performance 
performance. And of course, it would make sense if you're not motivated to go do whatever form of exercise it is, if, if you have no energy to get that workout done because you're stressed and you haven't been sleeping and you're not eating enough and you're not drinking enough water, it makes sense. Those things need to come first. Rest and taking care of your body so that you can exercise. Everybody always says that we need to earn the right to eat or maybe that's what we've learned through society and culture, um, diet culture specifically. And that is absolutely problematic. But I, I think maybe we need to flip the script and we need to make sure we're checking all the boxes to earn our right, so to speak, to exercise, to say, okay, if I'm going to go get exercise in, have I given my body everything it needs to do so in an effective, safe, healthy way where it's actually going to benefit me rather than potentially be something that adds more stress to my body or could have a more negative effect. So that being said, what questions do you have about my current routine? What does yours look like or what do you want it to look like? Have you struggled to keep a consistent routine of any kind in the past? Do you focus on one form of exercise right now or do you have a good balance? I often see, especially um, with strength training, um, cardio, those are, those are the two. I mean, honestly, I've seen it with every form of exercise where people can get really hyper-focused and say, no, I'm a runner, running is the way, I don't have time for this this strength training stuff, where there is really an importance to strength train, to be strong, to run, and vice versa. So it's so important to consider all the pieces here and consider the benefits of having multiple forms of exercise in your routine beyond just the way that it may or may not change your body, but from a physical health perspective and a mental health perspective and a sustainability perspective. I'm always open to have this conversation. Come find me over on Instagram at fitbyhand underscore and let's talk about it. Until next time. If you like what you're hearing on the Fit Balance Healthy podcast, come join us on social media to soak up some more. You can find my personal page at fitbyhand underscore on Instagram and our team page at the.fbh.lifestyle on Instagram as well. You can also find us on TikTok at the.fbh.lifestyle. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. And I can't wait to talk with you again soon.